That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here today. Our guest today is the lovely, the talented... She's beautiful. She's not rude, but will drop some attitude if you're acting a fool. She's a homeschool teacher by day, holistic woman healer. You don't say. She's the apple of my eye, but in the sixth grade, she made me cry because we played spin the bottle. And the bottle landed on me, fair and square. And so we went behind the shed, and she didn't play fair. She had too much class to French kiss in the sixth grade, so she put her hands over my lips and moved her head around a couple of times, and I was highly disappointed. But from that day on, I knew I'd marry that babe with braces, and our marriage would be highly anointed, and it did. It's been 15 years. So happy to have you back on the podcast, babe. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was pretty much it, summed up. How are you? It's good to be here with you. Hey, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Just had some sex. Oh. <laughs> we did. It was amazing. Oh Might as well start it off with, that? you know, importantness. Like, yeah, you can be married 15 years and still hump. Oh my God. Hump. Well, what I thought was, in other news, welcome to the show. So glad, uh, so glad you're here today, like I said. Glad and to be uh, glad to yeah, be I am. We're in our own That's home. It's been a while. A while. It's been years. It's no. literally been years, I believe. Yeah, no. I think so. Yeah, it's been years. We actually should have looked that up. I mean, I can look it up real quick, but it'd probably take a minute if you want to. Uh, I mean, I mean do you really think it's been years? It has. I think you're right because there was Huntington. There was last year. There was. I remember doing Huntington. one podcast at Kendall Street when we lived in that house, maybe. One? I, I mean, feel that's like we like did the a lot there. Time. I feel like that's when we did the most podcasting. I'm trying to together. look and see if I can find back in the 300s, maybe. I don't know. I should Oh, wait. Here we go. Wait. Is that... Maybe it was when Dr. Phyllis came on. <laughs> 300 BC. <clears throat> Please don't. Yeah, it was 305. That's the last one I have. That would have been February 28th, 2020. That's three years ago. What? I think there was one in between that. That's actually been way too long. In yeah, my I think I think Others there was might one before think that. They but I don't, loved that. They're like, yeah, we realize it and we're good with that. <laughs> I highly doubt it. <laughs> Why don't you? Uh, well, let's see. Really, really fast here. Let's do this real quick. Because what I'd like to do is. You know, there's always new people listening to the podcast and uh, maybe they don't know the history of, you know, there's been a lot of episodes you've been on a few times. So I'm, I'm going to have you like give a little bio. Have you ever done a bio of yourself? Give yourself a little bio there. Who are you? Where are you from? But before we do that, okay, let me just do a couple things real quick. If you want to quit drinking, um, maybe that's why you're here today. And uh, you're like, man, checking this podcast out i'd really love to quit drinking for 30 days man like that sober guy can help you do that with the quit drinking dude 30 day alcohol free challenge um here's what it is it's 30 podcasts in 30 days it'll help keep you accountable it'll um open open up some discussions there's worksheets there's exercises there's all kinds of good stuff we explore new ideas we share uh, relatable experiences and uh i think one of the most important things you become part of the sober guy crew 
which is a crew of like-minded men who are searching for the same thing, man, something better, something, um, something different, a change, looking for something higher. And I don't mean the higher that you're going to get when you're using alcohol or drugs or go down the list of things that we can try to stuff our souls with. We're trying to better ourselves and be about it and be together and do that together. And uh, you can do that by signing up. Go to thatsoberguy.com. You get $10 off the Quit Drinking Dude 30-Day Challenge. You can also find more podcasts, meetings, other resources by doing the same thing. Go to thatsoberguy.com. And then Instagram, you can follow us there at that sober guy podcast. Those are the announcements for today. And uh, I don't know why I didn't like doing those, but uh, I did them anyways. Weird. Strange. What do you mean? I don't know. Um, moving right along. How was your? <laughs> let's do your. <laughs> let's do the old. Uh, the old bio there. Okay. I know. Well, you didn't tell me that that was going to be. Part you of told the me sitch. not to tell you anything. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, got, I said, I should nothing. we have some points, some talking right. points? We're always kind of freestyle and having fun on here, anyways. But a lot of the time, I like to, you know, map out a few things that we're going to kind of roll through. Jess said no. We just want to roll. I just want you to talk about stuff and respond to it. Shane is very mappy. I'm not mappy, but I, I very like not. to. Yeah. I am very like, let's just go with the flow. Plus, Shane is really good at leading the combo. So I'm like, eh, it'll be fine. But then he hits me with, you trust me. what about your bio? <laughs> let's go ahead and just have you go ahead. And I know, just it's so funny, huh? Tell well, your whole here's life my story. Biography. I'm so <laughs> well, very I was talented born and important. In 1980. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Castro Valley, California? No. San Leandro. <laughs> right. I knew it was somewhere out there. San Leandro and soon after yeah. Napa Valley. Nice. Well, you moved to Napa. Let's uh wait. Well, we can just start here too with the title of this episode, Date Night with Shane and Jess. And here's what I was thinking. What if we did a monthly series called Date Night? Yeah. And we did a date night just like we did tonight. Mm -hmm. And then what we did is we went to dinner and no, we, we dropped the kids off. Then we went to dinner. Then we came home. Then we humped. Oh my God. Now we're doing a podcast. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know that everybody in the world <laughs> needs to know that. I want to encourage everybody Ooh. to do the same. Love your spouse. <laughs> just have fun. I mean, no. there's nothing wrong with that, right? Not a little. A little love making. Okay. Okay. Now it's getting weird. Just yeah. stop. Okay. I'll just stop. It's my fault. It's my fault. I take full responsibility. So yeah, I don't know. Bio. Not sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess right now my bio would be that I am. <laughs> I don't know where you're to start. homeschooling our kids. Let's just start yeah. there. Let's just dive in because we don't have a particular point of entry. So let's just go for it. You're homeschooling our kids for the last three years now. I feel like our water tastes weird. Nobody cares. Is it our water? Is it the Berkey? Is it the ice cubes? What is it? I just Does took a drink. Mine well, tastes okay. Okay. Yep. Homeschooling. And um, what was the last thing you said? What am I doing with my <clears throat> life? <laughs> well, you retired from hair. Yeah, I don't know. You somewhat retired. We do have a I'm not ready to like full on say yeah. that yet. But since well, we you moved do. You still to do Huntington, side. I haven't done hair for about two years now, fully in a salon. So that's new. Yes, and that is something that I am working through. 
And I'm not ready yet to say that I'm like fully retired. I feel like that's like a whole situation. But um, I do have other endeavors that I am enjoying a little bit more. So that has been nice. Um, I work at a, a local holistic and wellness shop, which has been life changing. Cold. Our good friend, um, Chrissy Helmer owns the shop it's here in vacaville called eco chic yes and uh, you can look us up on instagram eco chic inc and um we ship so don't worry <laughs> about that um but anyway yeah it's just that's been a real that's been something different and it's been a blessing but you love it and i love and it and what's funny is you i remember a f- few years ago you Part saying yeah, I mean, over probably five years. I don't know. It's been, when you were in like the mix of doing hair still. Yeah, I was like not. You're even like, I'm gonna work there one day. Yeah, I want to work there. And at that, I just time, want the whole vibe. I want it's it's so there's uh, so much Jesus going on so and like wonderful. good people and like people coming in and being able to help and serve and just you love the atmosphere. The atmosphere. Christy does a, a great job of creating oh, that man. atmosphere with her team, with Jesus the shop, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's wonderful. And everybody feels it when they walk in the door. They're like, wow, this is really... First except, thing they say... Except the haters. Yeah, but they <laughs> but I always they, say, they, they walk in with their mask on and then they take a lap around the store and then they realize what we're about. All you have to do is smell it, see it, and hear it because we've got the oils going. We've got the, um, the Bibles for sale and we've got the uh, worship music playing. So it's like, as soon as that all registers, they're like, eh i'm out of here um which is fine do you i mean do your which thing is totally you know? fine yeah, yeah. But i always say but if you don't have haters funny. you're probably not doing it right because yeah. there's always going to be people who stand on the sideline and throw rocks yeah totally um but yeah it's it's been really neat it's been yeah quite a ride i guess in the last three years since i've been on a lot has changed yes no hair switch to homeschool uh, went through a crazy uh, gut infection situation for about a year. I was struggling with that. Tried Western medicine for it because that's all I knew. And for about three months, they didn't, they couldn't diagnose it. And then knew about a holistic um, kind of friend, person, acquaintance uh, here in town, and decided to switch to her and kind of see what she could do for me. And she is actually the one that found out that I had a horrible gut infection and it was called C. diff if you're familiar anybody out there and it was so that was about the third month in that I that I figured out what it was after suffering for those three months and then after that I struggled for about I don't know what another six seven eight nine ten yeah about six months or so, detoxing it naturally, getting to the root cause of it rather than just taking um, a, uh, what's it called? When, you know, uh, biotic. Um, antibiotic. Antibiotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of taking an antibiotic, I decided to go the holistic route and get to the root cause of it and really actually kill the pathogen and what, and what was causing it. So that was Let me back up because you didn't crazy. decide necessarily decide that just on any whim you were actually on a walk because i remember you telling me i was that you were walking and you were very upset 
confused, not knowing what you were going to do. It would have been really easy just to get the antibiotic. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I'm should say too, like to each his own. So everyone has their own choice in what they want to do yeah. in any moment in time. And you have a decision to make and it, it, you could have gone that route. And instead you said you heard God say, I will heal you if you, if you stick this path. That so you trusted even in that. If you stick this path, it was just, I will heal you and let me back up because it was on a day that I was just riddled with anxiety because I just, I had no idea what was going on at this point. I didn't know yet. Um, the results from my lab with the holistic nutritionist. And so I was just like, ah, but I was still having so many symptoms and, you know, gut and brain is connected. So it was everything was just jacked up and I was, uh, man, a mess. And, um, I remember I went out to Shane for the 45th time out into the garage and I was like, hey, was and Shane's like, I think you need to go for a walk. And I'm like, Ugh. and it was everything I could do just to like get, just to walk but I thought that maybe he was right. So I went out and walked this bike path that we go down often and I was breathing and trying to nah, and then I saw the wind blowing in the grass and that was very calming to me. And then I went off on this path that we don't usually go down and into these big, huge pine trees that were blowing in the wind. And I walked through this small little, it's not even a forest, but it's just like a line of trees and it, as you walk through, you feel like you're kind of in a forest and everything was blowing and it was, you know, and I had this feeling and I, it was calming and I was, and I walked through and I went outside of it and God said, turn around and go back. I was like, okay. And we turned around and went back and there was this ray of sunshine peeking through the trees. And I went and sat down right in that little ray of sunshine facing the sun and I just kind of sat there and and just cried and was just like I don't know what's happening Lord please and just real quick and quiet he said I will heal you Mm. and I was that's all I needed he didn't say how or when or anything I think that's important important part to put out it wasn't like it's like oh I will heal you and then the next day you were healed there's still a long process after that there was like six months the point I think is that you really trusted that. I did. That's all I needed. It's huge. I just needed God to speak to me in that moment. Just God, what am I doing? Because I was still in the struggle of Western versus holistic. So I was still trying to figure out like, is this the right road? I just don't even know. And also like, what is going on with me? Um, And he said, I will heal you. And and so I I sat there for a little longer and just kind of let that process. And then I got up and I walked home and cried some more and I think I told Shane you know God said he was going to heal me and so that was really good to share with Shane too because um as I was going through the detox part which was equally as difficult um I was going through that and Shane I would I would go to him and I'd say oh my gosh like I don't know I I would still doubt you know because I'm human right we're all human we have these doubts in this flesh and the you know it's just like what's the easiest thing and I kept, and I would go to him, maybe, a, I don't know, three, three times out of all of it. And just like, should I, am I doing the right thing? Is this it? Like, am, am I supposed to da da da? And he said, what did God say? You know, and he kept reminding me of God's promise. And so that was really important to me because I think that if you didn't do that, I might have, I mean, I don't know. I don't know because you were there and you did do that. So there's no what ifs, but yeah. So anyway, I, um, finally you know was able to heal from that 
And then, you know, not to mention too, how God placed me in eco chic, where I was able to learn so much more <clears throat> through eco, I mean, through uh, Chrissy, through the customers, through, you know, um, honestly, Instagram and the accounts that I would follow on, you know, people, um, people's Instagrams that are informative like about that health. Yeah. Other holistic. nutrition. Yeah, yeah. Like different things. Christina. Christina Pan. She's the yeah. holistic nutritionist that I went through she's and she awesome. does everything. Um, uh, what is it? Tell, tell a, like telehealth. Telepathically. Do, I mean, who does it? everything is on <laughs> zoom now or whatever. Right. So she's available yeah. to anyone, you know, if you're interested, her, her Instagram is, um, at uh science and soul method um yeah she's she's been awesome she's been uh, amazing and yeah. i'll share with you also and then we'll move on but i um she uh you know i remember speaking with my western uh doctor western health whatever my regular you know physician guy and i was talking to her and she's you know just like doing all the tests and no, 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 nothing nothing was coming up and it was very dark and heavy and I just didn't have a lot of hope when I would get off the phone with my doctor you know it was um and then I would have a meeting with Christina Pan and I would um discuss things with her and there was so much hope and I would get off the call with her feeling hopeful and feeling like we're gonna get through this and I feel like I can fight this and I feel like okay there's answers and there's a way and um, I don't I don't know it particularly why that is or, you know, whatever. And I'm not saying one is better than the other, but that was just my experience. And that's really too, you know, spiritually speaking was a huge thing for me. You know, I could tell it was like very heavy, dark, no hope. And then it was very light, hopeful. And I was I felt ready to attack this thing. Yeah. So yeah. it was just um it was quite the experience. It was literally life-changing, another life-changing moment. And um, since then, yeah, I've been healed by the grace of God. Um, you know, my friends, my husband, and, um, you know, the the gifting that Christina Pan has on her life as well. Because if she, you know, I just think about that a lot. Like people are walking out their gifting and it's serving others. You know, it's literally like helping people live better lives. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, um, you know, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for people that will step out into their calling, you know, in, in a bold way because it's not for that person. You know, it shouldn't be for that person's benefit that they are stepping out and helping other people, right? Yeah. It's because it's a passion for them. It's in their heart. It's just, I don't know, it makes them alive. It makes, it makes them come alive. It's like what they love to do. But at the same time, God uses that. And and before you know it, you're helping people, you know? Yeah. I think you would know a little bit about that. Maybe. I did put follow Christina Pan. It's a functional nutritionist. It's at science and soul underscore Academy. So if you do want to check her out and you're looking for some holistic help, definitely would recommend her. What do you keep? You keep drinking the water and dude, it tastes literally like, your I don't face know was what, like, what is it called? Salty bat face. It tastes like poop or like <laughs> oh, mold. That sounds that? gross. No, I don't. What did you, it is gross. what did you, why don't you go get a bottle of water out of Where the, is it? in the garage? In the garage, out in the garage. 
<laughs> I had a buddy. His dad was from Scotland. Philip, rest his soul. Was awesome dude. But everything was, David, get out of the garage. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. Let me, t- let me, let's try this water. Joey, I said something about pepper and Joey said, I was just out taking pepper for a walk. I said, how do you know that? He's like, he probably heard one of the kids. Yeah, well, us. I mean, he's like, I've oh, been around wow. you. Like, what are you talking about? Okay. It's like, how anyway. aren't our kids have all the hand-me-down oh, sayings too? Gosh. Like the kids, I don't know if you guys have certain sayings that you guys say in your house and then your kids like pick them up. They're like little parrots. Like what's one of them that well, were it was like stuff that we would say before they were ever even born. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or stuff now, like my would Nana say would them. say. And then now yeah. they're saying them and we're like, wait, what? Okay. So anyway, <laughs> gut infections. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. What else? Yeah. So you had a gut. I mean, it's not just a gut infection. It's literally a life changing experience. And you, you probably wouldn't have, like you were forced into that. Hundred percent. I was forced into that. You absolutely. were forced into that. It was, was miserable for you. It was actually, to be honest, it was miserable for all of us because it was. it was so hard to see you like that. It was hard to function just day to day. You well, couldn't eat. I remember at one point you were literally just eating like a banana. What, all, that's all you would eat. That's all you could eat. I or could a piece eat. Of I think there were five things. I could eat ground noodles. turkey. I could eat cauliflower noodles. I could eat sweet potatoes. Um. And um, for well, I remember adding in that bitch and sauce, the uh, cashew like sauce yeah. or whatever. And I was so excited about that because I was like, oh my gosh, like this is a brand new thing. But yeah, it was, it was, um, I think I could eat eggs. I think I could eat eggs. But I, yeah, it was. Well, I just uh, remember coming home crazy. and like all I would buy you is a sweet potato. Mm-hmm. Like that's all you could eat. Or we went yeah. out, I think, a couple times. Didn't we go to Cattleman's one night? Yeah, that's before I knew what Jeremy was happening. Jeremy and April. And. You just ordered a sweet potato, a I think. sweet potato with no that's butter. It. Nothing. We're all mowing <laughs> down on steak. But that's before I knew and, what was happening. Yeah. And you we were, were like, dude, you're good. Like, chill out. Like, whatever. Because in the beginning, Shane, the doctor, people were like, dude, it's just anxiety. Like, it's stress. Because we had just got back from Huntington Beach. And we had been, and I had been under a lot of stress because I was trying to like, switch the kids homeschool and we moved into this house and we left Huntington which was really a bummer and like we were living with Shane's mom for like a week and there was just so much stress and I was just like oh my gosh and um so yeah and they they just kept saying like you're just stressed it's anxiety you're stressed out stressed out and I was like okay that's a possibility but I was like dude no like (laughs) I've never had stress feel like this before um but yeah I I was I was totally forced into it and um, you know, I feel like some, sometimes in my opinion, how God works is where he's like, I'll allow it, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'll allow this journey and you just to kind of walk through it and I'll be with you the whole time, but I'm going to allow this because I tried to give you other options <laughs> and yeah. you know, you didn't, you weren't taking them. So this might just have to be it, you know, for you to move on to the next level. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so here I am and, but you know, it's good because I know a lot more about my body and health and food and, you know, a it's holistic been like a whole learning experience too. And now you're helping tons of other women on the daily at the shop on yeah. Instagram in person. It's true. When you meet people. Yeah. As much as I podcasts. can. I, I, yeah. Only by <clears throat> the experience that I have, but 
Yeah, it's been something. And yes, it was very hard on the whole family. And I am so blessed to have Shane and the kids because they were just amazing. Like, you know, I can't imagine how hard it was for you to have to deal with my I had my moments, trust me. Time. It was hard. But he was very patient and understanding and... Um, I just wanted you to get better. Yeah, All of us did. I know. We're just like, dude, mom's like suffering right now. I know. I was. Like I can't sucked. even. And then the worst part was I couldn't explain exactly what I was feeling. They, she's like, what is you? What? Like, what is it? Like, how are you feeling? Like, what? Is, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I was just dizzy, nauseous, cramping stomach, pinching stomach. Like, you guys, there was literally a pathogen living inside of me. Like, there was literally like, it was, it's like a parasite, but it's bigger and it's protected by this crazy like force field around it and so it's even harder to like go in and kill it so you have to like break down the force field and then you have to go in and you have to actually kill the pathogen as well so as you're doing that there's detoxing going on so there's toxins all throughout your body happening and so you're nauseous you're sick you're dizzy you're you know um i don't know like oh god like anything just everything it was just it was awful Awful. Do you think there's a lot of women who struggle with that who don't even know what it is? I think there's a lot of people that struggle with that. I know for a fact because they come into the shop often and um, they're like, oh, my stomach and I don't know what it is and I'm just feeling bloated or I can't, you know, go to the bathroom or I'm um, everything I eat makes me super bloated or um, every time I eat, I get a stomach ache or whatever. And I think that a lot of people deal with parasites. I think parasites are a huge deal in America, but nobody wants to talk about it because big pharma is not really able to, you know, make money off of that, you know, or like, it's just not, it's not something like in the UK, they do like, um, parasite cleanses once a month or something crazy. Like they're like, yeah, you got to do that. That's what you should do. You know, but I just feel like in America, nobody really talks about it. It's not like a medical thing, you know, that they even test, like their tests won't even go that far into knowing that you have a parasite. Like it's crazy. Do you remember when we were driving back from, we went down, I think it was when we took a little trip down to Newport in Huntington, we were driving back home and you were on the phone with one of the doctors. Yeah. That was the GI doctor. The, yeah. The GI doctor. And you were kind of schooling him and asking him questions about your test results or so was it your yeah. test results? Something like that. Yeah. And that was the strangest conversation. To <laughs> I know. Me. It was insane. It was, it was, it really was. I had, um, had my test results back from Christina Pan and I had already had this, this, um, appointment with the GI doctor scheduled. And the thing about it is that I keep thinking now and I hear again at the shop all the time is these people coming in saying, oh, I can't even get an appointment with a specialist for another like three months. And I'm like, dude, what are you going to do for three months? You know, like these, like people are just waiting for a doctor like that has a PhD and a college degree to tell them what is wrong with them. It's like, take charge of your own health at this point. There's a lot of, you know, ways that you can do that. There's a lot of alternative you know, ways that you can figure out what's wrong with you. You know, there's holistic nutrition, there's, and it doesn't sound really stupid, but like there's Instagram, right? Like there's, there's so many different Instagram accounts that you can follow that these people are just, again, living out their calling and their gifting. And they're just like, you know, here's the information. Um, if there is a holistic 
store in your area go there and just kind of chat up the the people that work there you know that kind of thing but it's just so sad because a lot of people are just waiting you know they're waiting to hear the answer from the doctor mm. and when i did talk to the doctor i had my results from the holistic nutritionist already and i was kind of going over with them and i'm like yeah what do you think about this and what do you think about this you know um, medication just kind of trying to get a second opinion like you know um, it wasn't even medication actually what do you think about these herbs that I'm going to take what do you think about this this is what this is called he's like yeah hold on hold on I hear him typing he's like I'm looking it up right now hold on I'm like wait what he's like I'm googling it I'm like bro I'm <laughs> save it save it bro I was like I don't I, I no <laughs> you know so it, that was weird and it just kind of opened up my my whole um it really opened up my eyes, opened up the whole world because I, I literally was the person that would be like, oh my God, I have a headache. Call my doctor right away. What medicine can I take? Like, that's yeah. how I was, you know. For well, it's a easy while. to do today too when there's a pill for everything. Oh it's like, my gosh. Oh, there's a pill for this, there's a pill for that. Sometimes in certain, everyone's different, certain cases, pills are useful for things. I feel like though they're very overly promoted and, yeah. um, What's well, like the a lot of the time, you know, we if we just had a better diet and a better understanding of our body, hundred percent, and sun, sunlight. Oh my gosh, know, sleep, vitamins, water, <laughs> food. I mean, it's it's like simple stuff. It that is. It gets is. overlooked, and it's actually not promoted as much as no. the just the pill exercise. Is. Yeah, it it is simple stuff, but it's stuff that takes time and effort. Some it of does. it. It takes commitment. To, yeah. You, you have know. to be dead. And the patience part is hard too, because we live in this society where it's like a, we want a quick payoff. You know, it's we just want like it sobriety overnight, in a sense. Hard. Sobriety takes Very time, similar. effort, you know, um, it's commitment. It's a lifestyle. I mean, just like your, it's a lifestyle. your whole new deal is a lifestyle. You didn't just say, Oh, I'm going to go on this diet and change my yes. eating habits. You actually yes. went through something where you felt like you're going to die. Number one, yeah. but number two, it changed not only your physical habits, your eating habits, your sleeping habits, your um, awareness of anything from blue light to, I mean, yeah. go down the list of things, filtering yeah. water, everything. Yeah. Um, and the awareness of my body. That was yeah. number, like that is That's, huge. So tell us why, like what, what is, what do you mean when you say that? Well, before I would just be like one little and one little hurt ache, you know, whatever and i'd be like call the doctor uh what's happening? i'm dying it's cancer you know yeah, you're kind of a hypochondriac yeah and now <laughs> i'm like okay no and actually christina pan told me this too she said your body is doing like a hundred different things all the time so of course that there's just going to be little kinks and whatever's and da 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 you know yeah. and um when she told me that i was like gosh that's so true and also just respecting that my body is doing so much for me and why would i just fill it with crap you know like why would i just go and be like thank you body for all the wonderful things have this big mac and fries and a <laughs> shake wait 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 <laughs> Because one of the hardest things when we were going through this <laughs> was going to in and out and not being able, and then feeling guilty about it because you couldn't eat in and out. Uh, yeah, that was effed up, to be quite honest. Yeah, they was. came home at. Well, I don't think they realized like that I like where I was at, which is fine. Dude, we're talking about in and out here, though. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's why I lost my shaft. <laughs> they came home with in and out, and I was like over here making my cauliflower noodles for like the forty. <laughs> fifth night of the universe 
and they're like eating it and they're like, eh, you know, getting it out. It smells heck of good. <laughs> and I'm just like looking yeah. at them. And, and I think they had done this before or something. They did it with something else. And I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's just what it is. And I would like make my food. And but this night it. was different. But this night I was just like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe you guys. And yeah. they all looked at me like, oh shit. Like they knew that <laughs> that was not good. Yeah. And then I just went up in my room and sulked. Did you? I thought yeah. we got up and left. No, no? I, I went up remember. in my room and then, and we then each bad. one of them came up at separate times and they're like, I'm sorry for eating the in and out. And I was like, listen, I get it. It's fine. But yeah, I need I you mean, guys to understand, like I can't do it and I need your support. Like go eat in and out, but eat it there. Well, seeing you could apply that to someone trying to quit drinking. We got to yes. lay down sometimes. And it doesn't mean that we have to disown friends or disown family or it doesn't mean it's forever, but sometimes we need some space in between so we can get ourselves on track because yeah. if we're not putting ourselves first and we're doing the things that mm. need to be done and, and doing that out over the long term because it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Mm. It takes commitment, patience, all the great keywords that you hear. <laughs> you need that support. So- no, if you're trying to stay sober and not drink, you can't go hang out at the bar. You know, the, like for, especially like the first few weeks. You know, well, and, yeah, and that's what I mean. Eventually, that's how I felt. Yeah, eventually. Eventually, yes. It's not as hard to do that, yes. but you still want to be careful. You still want to have support, oh, but you have totally. like tools in place. You know how to deal with stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you have you you have some resources and some um, people who care about you. All that stuff. Mm -hmm. But like at first, you can't do that. You can't go, you know, you might have to say, no, I'm not going to the wedding or yeah. I'm going to the wedding, but I'm going to bounce out at the before reception. the reception. Yeah. Like I'm, or I'm, you know, I'm going to eat dinner and then I, I, I have to leave because I'm not going to put myself in that position in the first 30, 60, 90 days that I'm trying to quit drinking. Well, I even had to do that with some things that we would go to, you know, barbecues or events or whatever, where there was like food and I was like, damn, okay, that's right. At like dinner time. And we would bring your own stuff too. Yeah, I'd have to like either bring my own stuff and be the one that was like, can you barbecue this chicken breast? <laughs> or, you know, I would be like, I got to eat before, you know? And this wasn't a choice. This wasn't like, oh, I'm just, you know, I can't, I'm just on a diet or I'm just, <laughs> da, da, da. like, I, you know, it Is was that like, how it sounds? I fully can't. <laughs> Just like on a diet. I'm just, I'm watching my carbs. <laughs> this isn't my cheat day. Yeah. I was like, I can't even like handle life, you know? Like I, I legit can't eat this because I was in so much pain. I don't ever want to okay, go well, back well, to that. So, well, so, that's so a let's, lot like sobriety. What would happen if you ate something though? Like let's, cause that, I, I think that'll help. Because it is similar. What will happen if you drink? Okay. So like if you I, know, like if, you're, if I ate something, I would, oh God, it would just, I would, my, stomach would bloat out like so uncomfortably like I would be so uncomfortable in my in my gut and I would feel nauseous and dizzy and I wouldn't be able to get up I'd need a heating pad I'd be like oh my god I can't and um god what else was it I, it was just yeah, so cramping just uncomfortable, uncomfortable sick, sick. You, you just wanted to lay down uh, you're in pain you need a heating pad Mm. You had to, you couldn't do anything. Activated charcoal was my best friend. <laughs> it still is. Still, still don't understand that one myself, but. Well, it's a binder for toxins. The only binder I know is a trap, a trapper keeper. It's the only binder <laughs> I know. Okay. 
<laughs> don't know what you're talking about with your binder talk. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was horrible. And so, yeah, I guess you're right. I can, I, I, I can understand. Well, I don't, I don't know if I could actually say that I can understand the life of a, you know, recovering alcoholic, but I can understand the struggle of well, I mean, you, you can, trying to do something different than what I did before, than, than how I did it before. This yeah. concept, that's why I love the concept, uh, I mean, that we're talking about. It's, it all applies to the same thing. So food, mm-hmm. drugs, alcohol, Pills. shopping, money, sex, go down the list. They're all things that can change our lives if you know and they can go down a path that's not healthy like any any yeah, way you lose control it's a whole of yourself process it's a whole lifestyle if you're making changes from any of those things or any things that we didn't mention that are kind of the same concept and here's the thing too is it like someone who has been drinking since they were like 16 or whatever you know what i mean like i had been abusing my body with food since I can't remember well, when. We just, we just drove. So we went to one of our little favorite spots here in Vacaville called Pietro's. It's an Italian restaurant. Um, it's been here forever. Great family-owned business. Um, great food. Great Italian food. And we're driving past after we leave. And there's another little um, another little uh, Mexican restaurant um, called Taco Jalisco, which is <laughs> I, I love Taco Jalisco. Green sauce. Oh, man, it's money. Little little staple in Vacaville. We're driving past and Jess goes, ugh. <laughs> Not because Taco Jalisco sucks no, or anything. So Taco Jalisco is good. But she was reminded of the fact that when she was still doing hair at the salon down the street, which is right by Pietro's and Taco Jalisco, she'd have like, what, 10, 15 minutes of a break in between because she'd just be mm. slammed all day. Yeah. We talked about that too, that repetitive, very fast-paced um, day of being on your feet all day doing hair. You're not only are you physically drained from doing hair, but you're also emotionally drained because you're dealing with clients who mm. dump their whole life story on you and mm. you're kind of like a therapist at the same time. Mm. And then you're starving by two o'clock. You didn't eat breakfast. You didn't eat lunch. And all of a sudden you have 15 minutes to run over to Taco yeah. Jalisco and grab a huge ass chicken or steak burrito bowl, yeah. which is really good. But then you stuff it down in 10, 15 minutes yeah. and then go back to work. Yeah. Not to mention that when I would stuff it down, I was stressed, right? That, so that, my whole I was just going to say that. Yeah. My whole body is stressed. It doesn't know how to digest the food correctly. Yep. So it's just like, it was just a recipe for disaster, bro. And stress. So let's talk about that a little bit. I think that's an important one because Christina Pan, I feel like pointed out a lot of this to you in the, especially in the beginning too, about stress and stress hormones and your body and how stress plays a factor in worry and anxiety mm. in hypochondria as well. Like thinking that something's wrong with you with all the things. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people deal with that. A lot of people drink or they eat or they do whatever to deal with the stress. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say myself, I, I've gotten much better at dealing with stress, but I still have it. And there's two <laughs> things I rely on my faith number one i'm getting better and better each day at that i think turning and just saying god like i i can't do this today like i give it to you and then from like a physical standpoint i like to just get my butt kicked in the gym and try to go hard and work off some stress or get with a group of dudes and do a great workout together where we're like just sweating our asses off and pumping each other up yeah 
And that helps me let stress out. Even walking. My walks just gets upset sometimes because I haven't walked in like a, no, like two haven't. weeks because it's just been so dang cold and it was rainy here and I just kind of got out of my rhythm. Yeah. But I do enjoy that. And that's a huge stress reliever for me is walking. So anyways, long-winded yeah. thing, but how have you been dealing with the stress? What have you learned about it? What would you tell someone else who's dealing with stress? Well, like at the beginning of everything, yeah, everybody was saying like, it's stress, it's anxiety, you're just tripping. No, no, no. And I'm like, okay. And so I thought, okay, well, <laughs> that's possible. Let me try to chill. Um, so yeah, I did learn a lot about, you know, stress and how it can just wreak havoc on your body. Um, and you know, like I learned a few things about like when eating, you know, that you should be like in a clear minded state. Like you don't want to be stressed. Like for me, when I was eating at the salon and stuff, it was just like, hurry up and eat. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, you're, I mean, <laughs> there's nothing calm yeah, wanna, about that environment. I want you to, if you don't mind, explain a little bit more of that, because I feel like it's very relatable to people who have high paced, fast paced jobs who are stressed a lot. Maybe well, it's think- in restaurant industry, yeah. healthcare, I mean, whatever it is. Also salons. does, you know, register with like drinking too, because that the hair industry is so saturated with, you know, drinking <laughs> to be quite honest. And, um, you know, it's like a thing. It's like, it's like, yeah, oh, you're a hairstylist. Oh, okay. So you drink and, um, you know, it, because it's stressful and it's because you, you, that's what people do. It's like after work, I'm going to go drink, you know, after work, I got a drink after work. I'm gonna, let's go get a drink. You know, um, what about leaders too? people who lead people? You're a boss, you're a supervisor, yeah. you're a manager, you're the owner of a company yeah. you're in ministry. Yeah. You, you, I mean like yeah. leaders have really high Stress. stressful jobs and mm-hmm. they have a lot of responsibility and there's mm-hmm. people who look to them mm-hmm. For, they think they have all the answers. Oh, I'm gonna co- I'm gonna go here, and he's, this person, they're gonna have all the answers mm. for me. They're gonna fix me. Yeah, it's really stressful. And then people who are good-hearted people who like to serve and who want to serve and who yeah. want to um, help spread love and help mm-hmm. and like they put themselves. They take in that, that on. Yeah. Now you're taking on someone else's stress yeah. and someone else's. St- yeah. Like that is such a hard. And that's again, back to not to whatever, spot. but back to the hair, the industry of hair as well. Like we are giving people and we are, we want to make people's lives easier and we want to make them feel good and feel better. It's a heart work and yeah, you can take on those people, that energy of like the stress and the emotions and I mean, yeah, it's like, did a you do that a lot thing. at work? Oh at, my gosh. Yeah. Cause I know you'd 100%. come home with some crazy stories that you had to listen to. Oh my gosh. And I'm at, such a empathetic person where I'm like, let me like fix you, you know, like yeah. what can we do? Like, how can we fix it? And so, and yeah, you, you just take it on and, and then, you know, until the next time they come and then you're trying to figure it out and, and help then you them go stuff out. down a burrito bowl stuff real down quick a burrito for bowl 10 in the minutes back real quick while they're processing. <laughs> and then, you know, come out with sour cream on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. And then, you know, you're back on stage. So it's like, you gotta be on. And then you're like, oh, oh. and then the day's over and then you, you Wait, you don't like home. your hair? You don't like your hair? Oh, for the love of Wait, it. Wait, what? You want me to redo it? Oh. Oh my gosh. Well, that's that's a whole nother thing, right? I like, I mean, yeah. Because you're performing and then you're creating and then and it's all in a few hours. You know, you gotta you know you, and within a time limit. You know, you're creating art 
you're you're helping someone and then you got to come home and put your mom hat on or your dad yeah. hat on or your husband or wife yeah. hat on yeah. or whatever hat is that you wear your yeah. little league coach hat or your mm-hmm. your whatever yep. you know yep. and so we're constantly switching gears 100% having to live in this world of uh constant change and do doing the only thing i found to relieve me that is god that's it that's it Mm -hmm. and i don't understand it all still um i don't know that i ever will and i i'm fine with that i think there's like a good space to be in when it's like i'm fine with that i don't need to figure it all out i think that's what faith is you know yeah because all i know is that when i don't have to wear all that stuff and i can just be in the moment and try to be the best i can and be of service and be nice and try to help I'm not going to fix everybody. I can't even fix myself. Shoot. <laughs> well, that's why I think you know? too, like, and that's what I go to these days is prayer. You yeah. Know, that's what I was going to say. Like, I could pray okay, for Lord. you. Yeah. And so I do consider that. I think about that a lot. Like, okay, if I were to go back into the industry today, it would be different. Right. And Shane even said that you could, we would reinvent yourself. You know, it would be like, you would have to have boundaries and you would, you know, this and that. And I do think about that a lot. I'm like, oh, it would be completely different. I would have boundaries. I would have prayer. I would have Jesus. I would, you know, but um, I don't know. It just, it didn't serve me well. And I just don't know that I want to go back into the whole energy of it all. You know, it feels like it would be moving backwards in a sense. Yeah. And maybe that's just because it's going back to a certain time and a place in our lives and in your life and your career when the kids were still younger and it it doesn't feel like I like to feel like I'm moving forward. Yeah. And you've told me before, if you made that decision, it felt it would feel like you were going backwards and you like to move forward too. But it doesn't mean you're not ever going to do hair again necessarily, but I don't know. I just, I think it's hard too though, because maybe other, your listeners, some people can really, I don't know, but it's this identity also that at first it was like, we well, have done hair for 14 years. Like, what do you mean I'm not doing hair anymore? You know? And then here I am back in my hometown where it's like, Oh, do you still do hair? Do you still do hair? Are you doing hair? Her, 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 her. It's like, that's what people knew about me, you know? And so then like, I'm like, no, I'm not. And then they're like, yeah. Oh, you know? And they're like, who are you doing? Yeah. You're like an alien all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? do Wait, what do you do yeah and then i'm like uh homeschool like <laughs> you know yeah. and people are just they don't it, it they can't grasp it they're like wait what so like you're not you know because the money's good in the hair industry right it's there is your creative da 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 you're the you're the hairstylist and then i'm like hey i'm quitting to do homeschool and work at a holistic health care or health shop or whatever and people are like wait what yeah well it's changed though too and and it's tough to to change it's hard to change it's hard to change it's hard to accept change and to move into new things that god has in your life in your path that are different yeah and then we have to step out and accept these things and go wait a minute like i'm that's not serving my body well it's not serving my family well it's not serving it's not why well, I'm not supposed to be here anymore. There were quite a few it. times. I think you can agree that God was like, and we're done. And I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. And then I was like, no, no, we're not. I'm just going to switch salons or yeah. I'm just going to, you know, do, do, do. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm switch up, switch it up, switch. It so up. how do we know when God closes doors versus opens? Them? I think the grace is lifted. I think you're, it's harder. You know, everything just gets harder and you keep trying to reinvent it and you keep trying to make it work. And, 
And it's just not. And but we also hear people say, well, don't give up. Keep fighting. So how mm-hmm. do you know? Like, that's like the, it's, it's kind of confusing. I feel like that's worldly. You know, don't give up. Keep fighting. Keep going. Yeah. Do whatever yeah. it takes. You know, like, whoa, like that sounds freaking exhausting. Sure does. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, hold on. And so, but then it's hard because you get caught in the hamster wheel, right? When you're trying to reinvent and do, 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 because change means that I'm going to have to do something different or change means that I'm going to have to like stop this and start that. And change means that that means that I'm different. And uh, it's such a self exploration that I think a lot of people just can't wrap their brain around, you know? So then they're like, I'm going to make it work. And then, <laughs> you know, yeah. and you drink about and it, you, you eat about it, you self-destruct. And then before you know it, you're at burnout. And, yeah. and then God's like, and that's why I think what happened to me, I think that honest, um, I think, you know, with the seed of the yes, food and different things and whatever and whatever, but I do think a lot of it, stress really did have, something to do with it you know i think um there was just a point where god was like okay i tried to do it and you weren't listening (laughs) and so we gotta do it the hard way i don't know if you know people that's not how god works god is not a blah da da god like okay i get it but my god (laughs) knows that he has to sometimes do that you know because i think nowadays i'm a little more aware of my body and whoa okay this is getting a little um intense or i'm yeah i'm kind of out of my area here and i need to calm down or i need to de-stress like when we went to the restaurant the other night i won't name it but we went to a specific restaurant here that you initially think that you may have gotten sick from oh yeah the first time and you were like literally freaking out and i was like dude you ate some chips and some cheese that's it i couldn't couldn't but it was no, the but whole saying, like, vibe of being there and it was the just whole, the whole thing like, yeah i was like no you know it's just ptsd or something i don't know but i'm talking more about like the stress of like life right and once you start getting caught up and i think being able to identify that stress is what i'm saying like i think that i think that the c diff was brought on by you know food and unhealthy and all of that but i also think that it was brought on and and kind of revved up from like the stress, yeah, you know, I think stress, stress comes was from a your huge gut, part of it. you know, it's, it's all part of like your microbiome and all of that. And it's just like, and it just can eat you up and it jacks you up, man. And then, you know, your, your gut is connected to your brain health. So then your brain starts getting jacked and you brain fog and anxiety and depression. And it's, it's a whole thing, you know, and, um, food, alcohol, drugs, um, antibiotics, all that stuff messes with that gut flora what do you see most women coming into the shop and like what are like let me see what are like a couple of things like three things that would that really would help in particularly a woman out there who is dealing with the some of the stuff you dealt with high stress whether it's your kids your your job your fan, whatever it is. Yeah. So like stress, three all the main things that women come in with is gut health, um, anxiety and hormones. Those are the three things that they're like, I mean, not all, all at one, you know, one person with all three of those things. I mean, it's possible, but, um, yeah, that's it. And you know, the anxiety, so what do you tell them or what do you give them? What oh, do you suggest? Well, I mean, gosh, there's or so what, let different. me put it, let me rephrase, let me rephrase that. Cause we're not doctors here, but what do you, in your experience, what has worked for you and what have you seen work for other women? Yeah. So for anxiety, um, 
You know, oils. <laughs> yeah, just put some oil on your neck. Just put, <laughs> put it, it in there. your hand and breathe it in three it times like through peppermint. your nose. Um, Serenity oil, doTERRA, that helps me a lot. I breathe that in, I diffuse it. Um, something that's really helped me with stress, huge, and I still do it, and it's amazing, um, which I would highly recommend to anybody, uh, is a detox bath. So if you have a bathtub, you get yourself some magnesium flakes. Um, you can get all of this too at EcoChic if you guys want to have it shipped out or whatever. You guys can DM us on Instagram and we can just pack it up for you and send it out. You can Venmo us or we can send you a payment link. But we have these magnesium flakes for the bath. And then we have this bath bubbles um, that have Epsom salt in them. And you put that in your bath with like as hot as you can stand water and you sit in this bath for 20 minutes or more if desired. Dude, you made me one of those and I about passed out. It was so damn hot. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't take baths. I'm a six foot, 41 year old grown man. Not that there's anything wrong with taking baths. I think it's awesome. I'm probably a little bit too... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Well, yes, hyper. And I'm just, you know. You need to chill. I should take baths is what I'm saying. I should be able to do that more. And it's something I'm trying to get a little more (laughs) acclimated to. But it was hot. Boy, damn, it was hot. I was was sweating. Well, okay. So so it's really also really great for stress and gut issues, detoxing. It's It's called a detox bath. But... It's really funny. So whenever the kids or myself or Shane or anything start feeling a little funky, like sick or cough or whatever, I'm like, hey, you're getting your ass in the bath. And so then I make (laughs) him a bath and I get him in there. Well, Shane finally, he's getting a head cold something. And I was like, dude, you're taking a bath. Like it's happening tonight. And he's like, okay, fine. And I thought, oh yeah, it must be bad if he's like, okay with taking a bath and so he i make it up for him whatever he steps his feet and he's like oh shit that's hot i'm like get your ass in the bath and i felt it was like okay it was kind of hot so add a little water whatever cold water he got in and he's like i don't really know what to do in the bath i don't know what to do with my hands what do i do here do i just sit Uh, do I stand and do do I move? Like I kept moving back and then I'd sink down. You're like, you got to put your whole chest in. Put it up to your neck. Sit down into your neck. Just sit there. I'm like, dude, I can't just sit here. This is boring and it's really hot and I'm sweating. I'm starting to see dots. Okay, I need some water. And then it's like 15 minutes. I'm like, do you think it's cool if I get out? I can't sit still. But it was, I mean, it did you feel did good. You did actually sit in there for quite some time. I you did put some music on. Actually, I did put some music on. You had the Dustin Kinsru playing. Yeah. Our poor beloved dog Brody had just recently passed away. He did? A couple day, yeah, that was a couple days after that. Was it? Right after Christmas. Oh, Brody. I know. And so I was thinking about him. Yeah. And so he got what in. But yeah, he did, get, he did get out of the bath and he's like, he's like, dude, my, my heart. My heart is pumping so fast. Dude, it like was. It's beating. Feel it. I it can felt hear like it. I ran, like I just went and did wind sprints or something. <laughs> like, or like got on the rower and just rowed all the way to freaking Mexico. Florida or something. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. And he was like, oh, I was like, hey, lay down. Sometimes you want to oh, like, get in you, the cold water. That's what you told yeah. me to do. I try, So I put like my sweats on or shorts or whatever, and I tried to lay down. And my heart was going so fast, I couldn't lay down, and I was still really hot. And I told him so before he laid down, get in the cold shower. No, no, I'm going to lay down. Okay. 
And that and helps. They and then I cooled off. And I think it did, though. I think it did help my body and stuff. But. 100%. It detoxes your toxins. But, um, okay, so that was an extreme example. Yeah, sorry. So, anyways. So, <laughs> deter- so like oils. That. You were saying it's oils, a hot bath. A hot you bath. You were giving a couple tips. Yeah, hot bath, oils. Um, what else? And CBD. CBD is really yes. good if you can take that. Um, you know, we've got these great CBD gummies by charlotte's web those are calming uh we have magnesium powder that is so good by trace minerals and that's just like um like eight like a scoop of it and eight ounces of hot water and it's like a tea and you just drink that and it really helps you calm down actually we have homeopathic stuff i mean you know um cbd um topicals I mean, it takes, it takes a lot, you know, it takes quite a few things with, that's what I find with holistic is that it takes quite a few things, quite a few times in the day, you know, to like make it all work yeah. for you. Um, I will say too, though, your uptake of magnesium should be pretty high. Like daily supplemental of magnesium is really going to help with like sleep and stress and um, just kind of overall health if you're not taking anything at all and you're just like well it's something that will help me i would look at some magnesium that'd be pretty great and then as far as gut health i would say get on a probiotic like that's a first and foremost every single person should be on a probiotic you know most of all i would just say jesus right like get your prayer in you know find some friends who have faith um and just start realizing and understanding that there's more to this life than just what this life is like more than just what is on this earth and just more than like the stress and the everyday uh, you know like there is hope and it's in jesus well i feel like the fast-paced and we're all guilty of it we have kids we have sports we have work we have homeschool we have school i mean go down the list of things that we have to do and that society says we have to do and at the end of the day it's like are we spending any time just in quiet no because and are when? we when are you supposed spending to do that time i mean i like to do it in the mornings up early Ooh, that's why i'm up before you guys because it's the only time that i have that is something and if i, I don't do it in the morning then i won't do it but you're good about doing it later i that's not true like you're good about that like if you have a day where you're busy and you'll do all the things during the day and then you'll go, okay, I need to go upstairs and take a bath and have some alone time. And you'll do that. I yeah. won't. Well, actually I take that back. I will do it on my walks. Yeah. That's the one time I will do it. But if I, if I don't have time and don't do that day, it won't get done unless yeah. I do it in the morning. That's true. It won't get done unless you and plan it. If you go like that or if I go like that for days, weeks, oh, even a day, I'm done. I can't even like, do it I in a am, day totally caught in self and you're pouring from world, an empty cup like 100 yeah. percent. and i can't do life like that anymore i, I can't when i, I go up and i take a bath and i that's where i read you know the word of god i pray to god he fills me up i feel super just kind of like recharged um, I can send out like encouraging texts to friends and, and just like, you know, I'll, I'll be texting Jane from upstairs like, hey, what do you think? No, no, do, 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 do. You know, like everything comes to like, it's usually the texts that I send to Shane are about Jesus. Like, you know, it's just, and I'm I just I'm like texting feel... you back and I'm like, dang, she's naked right now. <laughs> yes. <God. laughs> 
I'm all sweating. My heart's beating fast in the detox bath. Um, oh man, yeah. I don't know how you you made that it, that thing so damn hot. I mean, I sit in like a hot tub. I sit in the sauna. It's hot, but that bath was hot. It's hot. It gets like, hot. Really hot. And then I get frustrated when I don't get a hot bath. Like if everybody took a shower and the water's like well, someone turned our cold. water heater down. I don't know who did it. <laughs> Somebody turned it down because it was not me. I'm like, why am I even in this bath? It's like lukewarm. I'm not about. That's how it life. is when I sit in a hot tub too. It's like, man. I know it's such a bummer. Yeah. But yeah, I think that uh, the world is crazy right now and it's hard and it's more than ever do we need Jesus, but more than ever also we need, um, you know, just uh, that time. I mean, for me, that time is Jesus, right? Like it's like quiet time with Jesus. Um, if, if you don't have Jesus yet in your life, then just quiet time, right? Like, chill take a minute let your brain like decompress and it's just meditating on nothing sometimes and so when i say meditating it doesn't mean sitting with your legs crossed and your hands in the air like you know it's not like that's what a lot of people think that's what i used to think like that was me i'm just saying like sitting in a chair this is what i do in the mornings um is just sit in a chair in silence with my and i'll do this in the in the spa too it's i love doing it in the spa in the morning time if i am able to do that is just sitting down with my hands on my legs on my quads right here and just try to sit as straight as I can and just close my eyes and just sit and quiet and just breathe it's crazy it's and it's and, and I'm not I, I can't do it for a long period of time even it's so still. hard to do it's but it's so real it's so like breathing just focusing on my breath like sitting there like that to me is what I understand as meditating. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that over a long time. Like it's been a long time, like, because I couldn't even do that at one point. Yeah. Um, and the more that I practice that and I try to do it whenever I can, even if I'm sitting, like I'll do it at sitting at a stoplight sometime. Then there's some jerk behind me is honking his horn. Yeah, what the <laughs> That's not the time I just, I mean, I do. I'll just like sit there and just like, close my eyes for a minute and just try to like breathe for a second. And my point to that is, is you can take like micro breaks like that and just take a couple of breaths and just try to relax because all of that ties back into the stress stuff we were talking about. The constant, you know, where we have to perform and be on point and we need to do all the things and be on like, I can't handle that. No one Nor do I want to. No one, no but one can handle. That. I know, but we try to, and yes. we think we should be able to. Yes. And if we don't, and we fail at it, then we're failures, and yeah. and we're we're not doing things correctly. Like, how yeah. come everyone else can do this, that, and the other, they and can't. we can't? They Nobody can't. can. No. Nobody can. It's all. Most of it is a front. I shouldn't say all of it. A lot of it is. Yes. We live in this this, this thing of social media, and we're comparing and looking yeah. at everyone's great, beautiful life. You don't know what's going on behind those doors. Nope. That's why that that thing is a trap to me you know trying to judge and compare that's what it was created for in my opinion a part of that is to separate yeah for people you know and it's not all bad either there's many good things for for it i mean gosh how much have you learned on social media from health totally i follow a, a lot of great people on there that i learn stuff from and see you know um get words from like I so I actually wanted to to plug this I just thought of that um Pastor Jeremy White who was on the podcast just the last episode we did with Dan Carity and um and Peter Stowe um he has a new Instagram 
um, uh, what do you call it? A channel, I guess. Instagram channel, Instagram handle. I don't know, but it's called Sixty uh, Second Seminary, oh. and it's it's just Jeremy giving sixty second little little bits oh, that's awesome. of, and it's yeah, really like cool. And he's doing yeah. a great job. He's even rocking a mustache these days. Which I saw something about that. Yeah, yeah. pretty funny. But it's and it so. Point being is there's lots of positive things and give Jeremy a follow if you get that because he's just it's it's great stuff and um, a lot of positivity coming out of that but we also can get caught in the trap of getting stuck scrolling and being on yeah and I think that that's what boundaries come from too even with Instagram where you have to be like like, okay you know what let me just delete these people because if they're not feeding you like that's how you can have Instagram work for you is if you only are following in, you know, accounts that are going to feed your day, right. Or like feed your soul, feed your mind, body, health, whatever, whatever it is, but not like, you know, stuff that it's just like toxic, right. For your, for your, for your mind. I think we just are going to title this episode. I'm doing and it for right your now. scroll, your scroll about throughout the day. Is that insane? What are you feeding yourself? That's what we're going to call this episode. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Sure. I feel like it wraps everything up in a sense because we talked about your health journey. We're talking about social media now. We're talking about physical food. We're talking about alcohol, drugs, and everything. What are you feeding yourself? And I think that's something that let's jump on that a little bit and then we'll wrap up. I also, man, we didn't even, we you know, we've been talking for an hour and seven minutes. We still didn't talk about one of the one of the main things I wanted to discuss tonight, so we might have to do part two of this or the next date night, or maybe we can squeeze it in right now. Is you know we do get a lot of messages from um, from women whose husbands are struggling, mm. and I always you know I try to respond as best I can, but most of the time, nine times out of ten, I direct them your way, and I say, hey Jess, this person hit me up. They're kind of wondering this, here's their email or here's their Instagram. Maybe you can connect with them. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's so, there's so many women out there who struggle with that and they want to hear your perspective on that. And you're actually working on some things right now to help with that too, which you're more than welcome, obviously to talk about too. Um, so I know, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to do this. I have like all these thoughts going through my head right now and two things. So there was two of them. What are you feeding yourself? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Back to that. Like and cauliflower then, noodles. Okay. <laughs> so yes, we're talking about fit. Like yes, the yeah. you know, but also, you. what are you feeding yourself? Are you meditating? Are you yeah, feeding yeah. yourself um, the word? Are you feeding yeah. yourself good people hanging around you that are supporting you and building right. you up? Um, it's it's such an important and huge thing. And then, mm-hmm. if you want to jump on the train of helping a woman out there who might be listening right now, whose husband is struggling is like what do i do mm, that's a whole conversation i mean i know i don't know how much time how much time do we have we got to go get the kids here soon huh this is our date wah, night wah. date night yeah, date night you're welcome everyone <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy we doing it. this though this is fun. i would love to do this once a month i mean we tried we, we said at the beginning of the year we were going to do date night once a month mm-hmm. we we penciled them on the old we, we got an old school hard copy calendar planner, planner that's what it is Planner. I was highly disappointed with the size of it, it too. Yeah. yeah, it's actually kind of funny because we're like, okay, this year we're gonna like have a planner. We're gonna plan our lives and our whole thing, and we're just trying this new thing, right? And so Shane's like, I got this great planner that I'm gonna get, and I'm like, <laughs> sweet, all right, take initiative, do it. He gets it. It comes in the mail. It's like a full. It's like it's like a f- literally like four pages. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was like a it was like a cover and a it back cover. It didn't even cover, have like inside then, pockets. It didn't have like yeah. any like extra doo doo doo. It was just like this randomness. And so we sat down for our first meeting and we're like, yeah, it just wasn't serving us well. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what the heck? So then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna grab another planner. So I ordered yeah, one did. online this week and I was it had all the things and I was like, oh yeah, this is perfect. And I think it was like $14.99. I'm like, yes. And I order it. It comes in the mail and it's like a five by seven size. Yeah, it was small. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Lord, like why? Why is this difficult for us to figure out? Maybe we don't use a planner. I don't know. Maybe you have phones and technology, but I just get tired of doing that all the you know, time. I, I use too. the crap out of my phone. My calendar yeah, alerts, too. like I use it. Yeah. It works great. But there's, I feel like there's nothing like a good old fashioned writer on down. writer on downs. Yeah. Sticky notes. I mean, let's use it all. Sticky notes. I'm about a sticky note. I have them right here. I got I got a post-it right in front of me with a pen. That's that's about how you do. What do you have on those notes? Anything? Nothing. Anything interesting? Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just the circle squiggly <laughs> dot that you drew. <laughs> So it's all for looks, even though nobody can see. No, it was, no, looks. it wasn't for looks. It was for like, okay, in case I have to write something down, if I forget, if I like, <laughs> but nothing, <laughs> nothing came to mind. Nothing. Um, That's hilarious. But yeah. Um, what was it? <laughs> oh, what am I feeding myself? I think I already said that. Well, we did. I mean, yeah, we, we hit on that quite a yeah. bit, I think, but. Yeah, I am kind of working on something, which I don't really, <laughs> I just working on something. But, um, yeah, I'm thinking about maybe putting something together, like a 30 day devotional for women who are struggling, you know, or like women whose husbands are in recovery and it's just like an encouraging thing, like, um, that you can read daily. Um, and I'm just honestly using like, um, Instagram posts from like previous Instagram posts because, that's what I like to do is go on there and encourage people. And so I had a bunch of them saved for whatever reason in my, um, pages. And so I was like checking them out. I'm like, what is this from? And so I thought maybe if I compiled all of them together and added maybe a few of them for a 30 day, um, it's a great idea. 30 day, uh, like a devotional faith-based type thing that might help women, you know, get through this whole journey a little bit easier and then, yeah, I mean, other things too, and helping women and stuff. I mean, it's just where my heart is. And yeah, but uh, I, you know, if I were to say something to someone today about like if your husband is walking through the recovery journey, I would say that it is a journey. And um, to remember, you know, yourself in all of it, you know, don't forget that you are also a person and that God has called you to a purpose and that purpose isn't necessarily, you know, making sure that your husband doesn't drink today. But, um, you know, sometimes we're sometimes living out our purpose and doing hard work that God has put on our lives helps the whole family, you know, because it kind of puts us in a place of peace and, um, I don't know, just kind of a, a good place where we're like, okay, I'm doing what I love and I'm serving the people that I want to, that I feel like I need to serve or, um, I'm just doing what makes me come alive. And so that just kind of makes you feel better all around. And so then you're a better mom and you're a better wife and, you know, maybe your husband sees that and is inspired by that, you know? So I think that I would just say like, don't give up your, your dream. 
You know, don't give up your whatever it is inside of you that feeds you and makes you inspired and feel good and happy. Um, Just because your husband is walking through something doesn't mean that you have to give up everything for that. You know, you can still support him and love him, encourage him, but you are not responsible for him. Yeah. What about like, I hate like the old word boundaries. Oh yeah. Well, that's a good, <laughs> but word. it's, but it's so relevant. I think to that because it's, you can do all those things that you just said. Yeah. And I a hundred percent agree, but you also don't want to get stepped on. You don't want to get walked on. You don't want to get in a bad situation by trying to do those things sometimes which can be because dude people who drink and who are stuck in that can be extremely manipulative yeah and um you know it's and they don't even know they're doing it i didn't know i was being manipulative when i was being manipulative i just was drinking and just being manipulative in my own way it wasn't intentional you know i wasn't like i'm going to go be manipulative right now what's an example of manipulative um, like making you think that I don't really have a problem and that my problem is not as big a deal as it is by minimizing it and making it, turning it around. Like you're the one who is making a big deal out of my drinking or that, do you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I mean, so, that's probably the first one that comes to mind. I'm, I know there's more, but okay. Yeah. So I thought you were talking about women. Okay. Okay. So yeah, like I remember that happening and all I can relate to is what I went through and I would think to myself, Shane would do that. And, um, in the, in the, during the time of it all, yeah, I would be like, damn, am I like tripping? Like, am I ridiculous? Am I the one starting this whole thing? Like maybe I am being naggy, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, but deep down I knew my gut and my everything was like, this fool's tripping you know like (laughs) no this is not right this is not okay nobody should live like this it shouldn't be this crazy and stressful like um we shouldn't be fighting every night he shouldn't be gone every night like um you know we shouldn't be struggling financially like this like i just knew i just knew deep down that this this wasn't it this was not right you know but yes it's very easy to become manipulated and um and co co the old other codependent like because you want to fix like you said that earlier you want to fix and you you want to stand by your man you want to stand by your spouse you want to stand by and help them through this and if somebody's not willing to get the help Mm -hmm. the only thing you can really do is try to love them and create solid boundaries in the process before because you're you're not going to fix somebody like just period especially if they're um if they're really struggling with alcohol and well, drugs and think, until they're ready. I so. think that that's what I was thinking too when I was saying earlier is, yeah, boundaries are huge, right? So once you finally, I mean, you just have to draw the line in the sand because they're obviously not going to do it. I mean, unless until they do it, right? But um, you got to draw that line in the sand when you're like, um, okay, enough, enough is enough. And here's my boundaries. You know, like if you come home um, drunk again, you need to find another place to live. Or I'm if drunk. you come home drunk again, um, the kids and I are leaving 
and 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 okay yeah right eh, we'll see about that who um you really have to have like a plan in it's you know you have to have a plan because if then when that happens again right he's comes home drunk and okay we're at, we're we're leaving you know and i don't know that it has to be right in that moment right because then that's a whole dramatic thing but it's like the next day you're bye like we're gone and then what? I mean, it's a whole thing, right? It's a whole thing. But I guess what I'm saying is, um, yeah, you have to have the boundaries. And then when you make those boundaries, you have to have the consequence. And then when you do, when you make that consequence, you actually have to follow through. And then, um, also like, you know, Shane said, I mean, if, if when you're in that, so you're doing that, then you also have to know though, that you're doing what's best for you and for the kids, because you are not going to fix that person. Well, and I think part of that, and that's a really good point, and I think part of that that goes with that is um, like educating ourselves on the tendencies, the symptoms, the like what to look for in somebody who's really struggling with alcohol and drugs, addictions. Like what the wife should look for? Yes. what Like you have to have a general understanding. So, and maybe you get that through like, you know, Al-Anon through church, celebrate recovery, listening to podcasts, therapy. Go, I mean, there's lots of different outlets and resources that you can find out there to help you. I mean, go go check out a book. Yeah, just go go to the library. Go, I mean, start Google Google it. Google Amazon. <laughs> like, you know, how to sign deal ten with signs the, of with an alcoholic. Yeah, I mean, whatever <laughs> it is. There's so much content and there's so much, um, so many people out there who have made videos, written written books like there's the all kinds of stuff the recovery world is gigantic 12 step now. i mean go i mean go yeah there's so much stuff and and you got to find what something that interests you and you have to start trying to get some general understanding of what to look for and what to expect and how to deal with this stuff yeah because not every i i forget in growing up in an alcoholic house and doing therapy and doing counseling mm-hmm. as a kid as an adult all the stuff i went through personally with my own drinking and everything like it's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> so like I know, and I've yeah. been through a lot of that stuff and experienced it, which has really helped me to, um, get identify. that help and yeah. And, and really identify some of it. And I'm still learning crap every single day. Like I learned something new about myself, about my past, like, and I don't want to ever stop doing that. It's just such a, it's such a process. And if you're on the other side of it, which the spouse tends to really get left in the dust sometimes, the spouse who's not struggling with alcohol per se. Totally. The person who is struggling with it, let's just say in my case, the husband who is struggling with it, all the spotlight's on us. Yeah. We're the one who has the problem and everyone cares and everyone wants to help. And man, Shane, yeah. he's real, he needs some real help. And where does Jess get left in all this? Well, she gets left back at the house with the kids while Shane goes to rehab for 30 days with all the bills. She gets stuck trying to figure out a pill so Shane can go work on himself. You know what I'm saying? And all that, all that had to happen in order to make, you know, make changes and stuff, but it sucks. And you don't, you get the crap into the stick sometimes in that predicament. And there's so many other women out there who go through that, Mm. you know, and they don't have a voice for that. And so that's why we do feel like we've talked about you coming on the show more often. You know, maybe we, maybe we incorporate that into date night with Shane and Jess, like where, we take a couple questions because we get these questions so much from women, mm. like send us one, go on sober guy, that's sober and there's a contact form on there 
and start writing us questions. And, and, you know, maybe if we continue to do these once a month, if we start getting some questions, we'll incorporate them in there. And I'm not saying either that we have answers for you, but we have responses and we have experience that we'll share. And I'll just put it that way. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have all the answers. You don't have all the answers. None of us have the answers. This is about creating conversation and about creating healthy, um, like thought provoking conversations around stuff that we can start to think about and through experience talk about yeah talk about outside talk about in your group you have a small group you have because i think shane and i also really believe that you know you don't struggle through things to just struggle through them you no. know it's you're, you're god turns all things to good and so sometimes you know the devil will present something in our lives and it and we have to walk through that and God is close and present during the whole thing. And he tells us, I will make, I will turn this into something good. You know, you just stay with me and we're going to walk through this and I'm here with you, but I'm going to turn this into something good, you know, and, and that's exactly what he's done. And that's what this podcast is, you know, and, um, it's just a way and, and beyond this podcast, you know, it's been something that Shane and I have is always heavy on our hearts to help other people through our experience because we're not just we're not like why did we have to go through that it's so stupid like what a shitty thing whatever no we're like okay we went through that for a reason and the reason is so that we can help other people you know and in my thought that is why you go through struggles that's why you go through things you know I'm able now to educate I don't educate people but I'm able to help people you know um through my experience of this whole health journey you know like it, why else? You know, I know, I know you're being careful with the word educate and I hate that word too. I don't like say, Oh, you need to educate. We need to educate these people. Oh, it's, well, I, yeah. I try to never use that, but I just want to say in this instance, in the work that you're doing at eco, you are educating women that you, women come in and they ask you all kinds of questions about certain yeah. products. And it, I, you know, so you are, and if you have a gift to do that, you know, share experience to help. And I say educate people in a good manner, of course, like, yeah, um, we should use that, you know, and yeah, we should help people. We should, we should serve. And true. I, you know, I knew from the first day that I got the green light from God when he was like, yeah, go to rehab. I got you. When I found that Bible in the middle of the road, mm. I knew that God had something more for our family in that moment. Mm. I knew it right there. I can't explain it. I can't, Crazy. I, I, I can't, um, I, I still don't necessarily get it till this day, but I just knew it. It was in my gut. It wasn't a thought. It wasn't anything. It was a feeling. And it was, I knew I was doing the right thing because I knew God had something more for our family on the other side. And that was from and one decision. That was just that seed right there. That was nine years ago. You know, that over nine years ago, it'd be 10, 10 years. This that was year. from a decision that you made. God put something on your <clears throat> heart and you decided to say yes. 100%. And we talk about it all the time. Things come up and we're like, dude, could you imagine? Like I'll even say to the kids do you, in whatever instance, you know, could you imagine like if dad didn't go to rehab? Like and Lucy's like, wow, you know, like what would that be like? I'm like, well, he'd probably still be drinking. We would never have gone to Huntington. We probably wouldn't have this house. I don't think we'd be married. I don't even to be. I don't know if I'd be alive. Be married. Personally, I don't know if you'd be alive or out of jail. I mean, seriously. <laughs> you know, I, I was, who knows if we would have had cash? That path was insane because cash was after you had rehab. You went to rehab. Yep. You know, I mean, there's just so much. Like, 
that our life has just completely been changed by one yes, by your yes, you know? And then I just want to say that to you, whoever is listening, is that, is it just one decision that you're going to make right now? Like, are you on the fence to make a decision of a yes or a no? And like, what is that no? Like for what? For one more drink or one more burger or, you know, one more pill for what? you know, or then is it a yes where it's like for who knows what, you know, I mean, like the possibilities are endless for a yes. And, and I'm telling you right now, if it is a yes and you do go down that road, like, like God never disappoints, you know? And it, 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 he doesn't, but it it doesn't mean it's going to be easy either because the last nine years have not been easy. There's, there's been many ups and downs and crazy times still. I just have been able to deal with them without alcohol. Thank God for that. Well, and it's a lot like my journey too, for that whole year. Like once I did say yes, okay, I'm doing that. It's like, you know, that six months of healing after that was really, really hard, but God was Mm -hmm. with me the whole time you know? Um, so I knew, and, and I, I knew he was faithful. Yeah. I'd love to get some questions. So I just want to reiterate that go to that sober There's a contact form on there. Um, and you could send us any questions, just maybe put in the title. If it's specific to this podcast and you're hearing this, even if it's weeks later or months later, date night, date night with Shane and Jess question, put that in the headline. So that way I know when I get it, what it is and I can I'll, I'll create a little folder and I'll just start putting those questions in there and then we'll create a we'll little folder and I'm such a folder creator I'm too creative I like creating folders you should see all the folders I have in my inbox for and then what you're going to want to do is create a folder <laughs> <laughs> I like to organize them put them in their folders I oh, wait wait hold just put it you got to put it in the folder but but put this in your purse put it put it in your purse put it in your purse it's real silver it's real silver yeah, fill it up, fill, fill it up, fill it up. <laughs> Look what Any, you did, you little jerk. Oh, okay. There it is. The movie. What movie is it? Somebody's well, yelling at You just at their, dropped it right now because that line. At their yeah. radio right now. Everybody knows that is. It's Home Alone. Oh, man. One of the best ever. I think I watched Christmas movies. I, for the first time this year, I got tired of Christmas. Well, you had it was a rough, a rough one. Christmas, though. It really was. You had a rough Christmas. I mentioned earlier our our dog Brody of fourteen, of 14 years, years went passed on on the twenty third. We had to put him down. Yeah. We went to the vet on the twenty second, and he was fourteen, fourteen and a half, and we had him. Jess brought him home like. When we first got married, we didn't even have kids yet. He was our first little kid. He was our firstborn. Yeah, it was the first thing that we actually had to take care of. <laughs> yeah, we did a shit. <laughs> we couldn't job. even take care of ourselves. We were just complete animals trying to survive at we 26 were. or something. Just complete morons. 26? We were like 12. Oh, well, when we got When we got married, we were yeah. like 26, right? 27? No, we were 28. No, we had Lucy when we were 12. Okay, nobody cares. Okay, nobody, nobody cares. cares. Nobody cares for us. But we were, we were young and dumb. And, you know, Brody was like, we brought, just got Brody home. And I said no at first. No, we're not getting a dog. I didn't want a dog. he always does. And then I lose the battle. That's have. why we have two cats again right two now. Cats. <clears throat> two cats, no <laughs> dog. Another story. But 
We, yeah, Bro- Brody comes home. Jess says, well, screw you. Oh, we're getting a dog anyways and, and ends up getting Brody and bringing him home. And then he's just like my best buddy right off the bat. After, Your best buddies. Yeah. Brody was our full-on true road dog. He came to Huntington with us. He came home with us for all the home trips. He came then back home here permanently with us. Like, he went through I mean, everything with he us. He went through just All the moves like, we made. Yeah. All the babies. Surgeries, sicknesses, rehabs babies you know getting lucy pulling his tail like you don't understand um either losing a pet that you've had for a long time and even if it's even been a few years and you have a special bond with that pet Mm. you don't understand it until you've experienced it because our our great buddy seth who Mm. many of you if you've listened to the podcast for a long time you know seth he's been part of the show the whole time since it's first he's actually the first person i told I'm going to start a podcast. I remember being so nervous. We were like at a Starbucks or something. I told him. He's also the first person you called when you said you wanted to get sober. He is. Yeah, he was the one who inspired me. If it wasn't for him, I don't know that I would have got sober because I saw Seth and said, if he can do it, I can do it. Um, But what was I saying? I totally. Dogs. I know, but oh, well, so Seth, Seth and Mel are huge dog lovers. They've had had quite a few different dogs and they've had to. They had the, um, they were Great Danes, right? Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The they fir- had the Great Danes the and then they had German Shepherds. Yeah. And so they've, point is, they've had to put down a few of their very beloved pets. Yeah. And uh, Seth also, you know, has went through some other losses with his mom and he's talked about that stuff. But, you know, he would, I would call, or Jess and I would call and say, hey, you know, we heard about, um, uh, was it Duke? Was that? Yeah, I Duke, think so. I think, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we heard about Duke and, um, you know, and just say, hey, we're so sorry. And we were, we were definitely oh, sorry. Yeah. Like you yeah, feel for them, but you can't truly understand mm. it. And I'm sure that goes for any loss for folks yeah. who, who have lost a, a son or a daughter. I can't even imagine that. Good I can't imagine Lord. that. Can't, losing, you know, anyone close to you, anything you love is so hard and you don't understand it until you go through it. Grief and so, is real. Dude. Grief is real. And there's all these steps of grief and all these things. And it's just really sad, but it's, it's you just, you're never going to, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to happen. In any case, we go to the vet on the 22nd, you know, this is right before Christmas. We know Brody's getting sick. He's, he can't hold his pee. He's peeing in the house, random places. Really his smells bad. Hunch, his back is hunched. He's 14 and a half. And it's just crazy because you see the aging process happening right before your eyes and you see the sickness happening right before your eyes and you subconsciously know or you consciously know what's happening, but you subconsciously don't recognize it because you don't want it to be real. And so denial, it was, there's definitely some denial there and just not wanting to acknowledge it. So that's probably why I put off taking him to the vet because I knew had a feeling that we were going to get the news that we did end up getting when we took him to the vet. And it was like, Hey, we're so sorry. His kidneys are basically in failure. Like he's ready to go. Like you, you got to make that decision. When do you want to do it? And so, you're like, we're going to wait till after Christmas. We're going to wait yeah, till after dude. Christmas. We're going to keep him one more Christmas, one more Christmas. And then we came home. We, you know, we all slept on it. We were very sad. Woke up the next morning, every single one of us, kids included, whatever they were just, we all said, no, we can't, we can't do that to him. We can't keep him till Christmas. 
that's just not fair. You know, he's gonna be suffering what? So that he's there. Oh, there he is for us. Yeah. You know, he's already. Well, it was hard because he was still moving around. He was just super slow. He's already yeah, but he was, done so much for us and, and held on for so long in pain for us, you know. Yeah. And yeah, it was a hard Such decision. Such a loyal, very, loyal dude. Very, now. very Such hard Such part decision. of our family. Huge part of our family. So, yeah, we ended up um, having to make that decision. <laughs> Sucked so bad. I cried for like three days. I still cry at, at my moments because I miss him. Cashy misses him big time. But we got we have a little spot set up for him, and we got his ashes back, and we got a you know great picture of him up, and I smell his collar sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we had the vet come yeah. to the house, which was really neat. I highly recommend that. Yeah, that was very I will say hard, be cautious, though, with... Um, you know, kids, because sometimes I wonder if we made the right choice having the kids there or not, but they were there and Cashy wanted to be there. Lucy, you know, she's yeah. a little older, but, um, yeah, really consider that cause that was different, but yeah, but, you know, so what it is. let's end on a high note. Um, <laughs> I don't want to end on my dog died and play me a country song, but <laughs> this has been a great podcast. I'm glad you got to share some of your own like struggles and journey with your health. Yeah, I in the last year and or two, and it was huge. And I, I'm going to guess that there's probably some women out there who'd like to hear more about that and hear. I mean, I know we covered a lot. I think in an hour and a half, but I think there's probably <laughs> some questions. And um, I have a feeling that I'm like there's more people out there who are struggling with a lot of that same stuff. And I love it. The, I love, like we said earlier, the concept of a lot of this can apply to anything that somebody's yeah. struggling with addictions, health issues, food. food. Um, because at the end of the day, it comes back to making change number one. And then who are we leaning on? Are we leaning on God or are we leaning on self? Mm -hmm. Are we leaning on substances or are we leaning on God? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like what, you know, who, who's there for us? Are we, um, are we trying to do it all on our own or do we have people around us who are supporting us and building us up that we can go to with our inner most deep stuff that we don't want to talk about that we can lay on somebody that we trust and we know that they're going to speak into us like that's the kind of stuff that um, will help us not only get through it but get through it and um, and and be okay on the other side of it and yeah. step out and step into what that next season is so man just surround yourself with good people um there's a ton of resources if you're particularly struggle struggling with alcohol uh at that sober guy.com and um there's our men's group is on there there's the 30-day quit drinking dude challenge there's more podcasts um the contact form if you need to reach out um, we're working on getting some stuff up. Jess, I think, are you still going to start supporting the blog page on there and writing some blog posts and uh, yeah. you know, kind of more geared I'd towards like to women? That. That's one of the things that we'd really like to try to do this year is open up um, a space for, a, the, yeah, a for space women, for women in particular. Yeah. Maybe walking through this journey with their husband, Yeah, you know, and need some guidance or some just positivity or yeah. whatever. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, and even if, and when you're, if you're struggling, you know, women who are just struggling with stuff too, I mean, health stuff, yeah, addiction stuff, who knows? Yeah. Um, parenting. I mean, gosh, that's uh, somebody help me, dude. So <laughs> Send tough. help. Yeah. I know. Homeschool. Yeah. Homeschool is a whole, I mean, gosh, there's so much stuff we could talk about. So, um, anything before we wrap up, cause it's almost 10, we got to no. go get cashy boy. I just really appreciate being here. 
Yeah, it's been fun. fun. Three been years. I can't believe it's been that long. I, I don't, can't believe it. I feel like it. It's I feel so like much it has, has changed. There was one in between that, but there. I don't know. Yeah, I do believe changed. it. A lot is a lot has gone on. You know. What is this? The last Saturday of the month. Maybe we can make that uh, date night with Jet. Maybe. Oh, you know what we should do? It'd be cool to do these live, like date night with Shane and Jess, and just do a live podcast. Where? Here. Well, I don't mean at like, our home. I mean, I mean, <laughs> in a, yeah, at our home. Well, I mean, yeah, that would be cool too to do them live, like at one point. But I'm just saying for what? for I'm saying like in like a chat, like where we could take live oh. questions and be oh, on yeah, video, be like so a YouTube live yeah. maybe or something like yeah, that. I would love that. And then we, you know, we could promote it a little bit on social media and just Good say, idea. hey, come join us and hang out and. You know, who That'd knows? So Maybe fun. 10 people show up. I don't really care, but yeah. that's awesome. And we get 10 people together and we just hang out yeah. and talk and take questions and take comments and just talk. I think that's that'd be idea. great. Um, so I don't know. We got some ideas. It's just a matter. I have lots of ideas. And that don't is how out, ideas happen in the Raymer household. Pretty much. And, <laughs> you know, five out of 10 maybe actually <laughs> stick. So don't hold us to anything. We'll try our best. Yeah. The between blog, Little League. Book, yeah. <laughs> live Little shows. League. Live, I mean. We just committed ourselves to like three things that. Okay, that's the well, life of a creative. Yeah. And passionate. then try having two people that are like that. You're oh, not, gosh. Like, what if... It's in the bath, ridiculous. I'm like texting. What if... Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. And then you're like, I'm so tired. <laughs> this oh, podcast almost didn't happen so tonight. Shane was the one. He's like, ah, I just don't know. I'm just tired. I'm like, get no, we got to do it. We got to do it because the kids are gone and it'll never happen. <laughs> yep. Any final last words one more time? The final last final word. last words. I don't have any actually. All right, well, then let's do this then. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. If there's anything you can help or you need help with or questions, resources, go to thatsoberguy.com. I hope something spoke to you today. Really love it if you shared the podcast with a friend. You can connect with us on Instagram at that sober guy podcast. Put all the links from everything we talked about today too in the show notes. So if you want to follow Jess. You want to follow Eco Chic? Uh, put Christina Pan's info in there. Yeah. Love you guys. Peace, love, and respect. Keep your blood clean. With